Welcome to the Out There But Not podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Amy. Here you'll find no topic is off the table as we explore spirituality, the paranormal, and our connections with the other side. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Out There But Not. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Good. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm so excited about today and what we're going to talk about. Yeah, me too. I, I probably say that every time. Well, <laughs> I, I just realized that. Today's conversation is sort of a combination of things, but it's sort of about, you know, the change of the seasons. And that can mean like actual seasons or what does that mean to you? Mm. And I think I really want to talk about this today. I've sort of been forced to slow down and you might even hear it a little bit of my voice still. Yeah. Uh, because I've been out pretty sick for a few weeks where, you know, I think a lot of people go through this, especially as women, we take on and do so many tasks. We're trying to, you know, whether it's motherhood, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your profession, whether it's your kids' activities and responsibilities and, you know, just regular household duties and add in pets and I could go on and on, right? Like we could just spend a whole podcast just (laughs) complaining about that aspect of things. I think sometimes our bodies, they hit stop. Time to take a break. And yeah, that basically. Your body will tell you. Yeah. And, you know, and it's always, you don't have time for it. It's super inconvenient. I got too much other shit to do than to be sick. Mm-hmm. And obviously I was sick and I still have a little remains of it, but we're like on week three or whatever it is now. I think you sound cool. I mean, it's like that sexy raspy yeah. voice that we're going for, right? Let's yeah, just sexy go with that. frog in your throat. Yeah, that's that's the vibe. But anyways, <laughs> through this, I was forced to kind of be bedridden, mm-hmm. which is really hard as a type A personality to do. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was feeling like my body was saying, it's time to take a break and it's time to listen. And, you know, when you're sick... You're laying in bed. You might binge watch. I mean, I binge watched all reality. Oh, it's it's like what it was like so many shows. And then but you just kind of get tired of watching TV or, you know, trying to do some work on my laptop. And it just I was it was enough. And so it sort of forced me, which, you know, I have this sort of on and off again relationship with spirit. Fair to say. That's fair. Very fair, right? Where I know it's around, I know it, I can't run from it, but I would rather not, quite frankly. I would rather not deal. It just seems easier. It's not really easier, but in my head, I seem to think it is. Yeah. But anyhow, I was forced to slow down, decided, you know what, I'm going to meditate just to relax. And yeah, you did. I did. And I, (laughs) and I, started being a bit more focused on well I have time to make a green smoothie every day Mm -hmm. just to get those extra vitamins in Mm -hmm. no excuse for it Mm -hmm. oh I could force myself to go for even a 15 minute walk even if I'm tired but to be in the trees Mm -hmm. and just to have nothing on my mind and it was like my body was telling me it's time to take a break but it's also time to listen right Mm mm-hmm And when we talk about 
we're so busy. And I, I say this for everyone caught up in our day-to-day lives of responsibilities and whatever that is to you, that we don't take time to just sit and listen to ourselves, to sit in the calm, to sit in the still. And I was kind of forced to do just that. And in doing that, it just sort of got me feeling a bit more my own connection to spirit realizing you can only run for so long before you have to accept things and you know whether that's for you you're listening to your intuition or whether that's actually connecting to spirit whether you see whether you feel whether you hear or whether that's just reevaluating your everyday life of slowing it down Mm -hmm. and you know we all just sort of came out of this crazy pandemic where we were all forced across the globe Mm -hmm. to have to sit still and sort of cocoon in our homes and make the best. The shift of actually having some time to just enjoy and be. Mm -hmm. And I, I think a lot of us felt that, but I think we've got caught up in everything's so scheduled. Everything's overscheduled. You're always behind. You're never on top of things. And I just feel like I had a reset of just time to slow down. And mm-hmm. I got to be honest, it felt good. Yeah. And I think that it's the change of the actual seasons. It's a little bit colder, a bit rainier. It's darker. Yeah. You know, Time to curl up with a good book by the fireplace. Oh, cozy. Have a hot bubble bath. Yeah. But then, you know, there was a time where I'd be like, that sounds so lovely, yet I have no time for that, right? And finding ways to make time or else someone and something is going to find a way for you to do it. And even if that's you're laying in bed sick and can't do anything. Your body will make you. To have to deal with it. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think it just goes to show that when you slow down, you realize it's how spirit is intertwined in everyday life, but you actually have the time or the moment to really listen. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't have to be I mean, obviously, Amy is a medium, so a lot of times when you think of mediums, you're like, she's legitimately talking to spirit and having conversations with them. But that can be as simple as just appreciating the wind on your face going for a walk. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so what does that look like for you? And I think I, for me personally, I'm in a little bit of a journey, if you will, mm-hmm. that is sort of accepting my own connections and also accepting my own spiritual growth. And I also think there are more and more people that crave that mm-hmm. I, or they're yeah. acknowledging it or it's like that they can feel it deep in their bones then mm. there is something more than just this mm-hmm. everyday rat race that they're going through during covid i feel like there was you know the idea of like a universal awakening just even thinking about work culture and what's expected of us in life and we were just like wait hold on i have to run around like a crazy person and work eight and a half hours a day out there in traffic crazy busy like and then we just all got to sit back and go why yeah, like I don't want. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. And so, everybody kind of had a shift. People who maybe thought they didn't need people in connection found themselves to crave it so much more. 
Um, and maybe they leaned into that. And now post-COVID lockdown, they've made more connections. They've made an effort to getting out there and putting themselves out there. You know, everybody kind of had a shift based off their lifestyle before COVID and yeah. really what matters. I mean, when we talk about spiritual journey, I think we all started a new spiritual journey in 2020. All of us in our own way, personally. Yeah. And as a medium, what I've noticed at the beginning of my career, I thought that I'd be quite alone. Your career as a medium. Sorry, my career as a medium. Okay. I thought that I would be quite alone in my feelings about spirit and the call from spirit and just feeling them around so much more and also feeling connected to something bigger, but at the same time knowing that I was a part of that bigness. And what I've found is that so many of my clients are going through the exact same thing. Everyone is, I feel more spiritually open these days yeah and it's so lovely it's absolutely refreshing to have this like beautiful cool spiritual conversation with somebody and like over coffee and just like chill you know it and where it doesn't seem like weird that we're talking about ghosts or whatever spirit around you yeah. or whatever it's very it's more acceptable now and people are on a journey at, at their own individual but I feel like as a collective group we're all the concept of an awakening awakening process and I think that you're so bang on with that, that so many individuals are out there feeling that awakening, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I think, full disclosure, uh, that's kind of, I mean, I've been having things always my entire life. Mm -hmm. I just haven't enjoyed it or didn't want to deal with it and had to make it on my own terms. Mm -hmm. The big thing. And I think, you know, I'm going through this whole experience, but there's so many other people that are that don't know where to turn or also just want to feel like, wait, I actually feel that too. Right. Or wait, I've had that experience. I'm not alone in that. That's just not me thinking in my head too much or thinking I'm crazy. And I don't think that that happens as much anymore where that was a big struggle for me personally, where yeah. I felt I was always trying to find excuses. And you still, I still do this with Amy all the time where she rolls her eyes at me where I'll say, well, maybe it was just that. And you get almost, I can see it, like a frustration. Uh, no, Amanda, that was very clearly <laughs> what happened. And you're just trying to find, I don't know, I'm, I'm just almost, it's almost like, a, I don't want to say a put down to my Yeah, you are. You're an almost enemy. Yeah. Back yourself out of stuff. Yeah. Easily. Or I'll be like, oh, well, that seemed, maybe that was, but could it just be, Yeah. you know. It's like you're your own worst critic. Yeah, I am definitely like super hard. And that is something, though, for me personally, I've struggled with mm. not just on spirit stuff, but always imposter syndrome. Yeah. It's like, huge big deal. I am so that mm. person. And I think it's interesting because I have a hard time blending spirituality and then also the corporate world in the sense because you can't, it's hard to blend. Mm hmm. But that's part of yeah, I don't know what that look means. What are you what are you thinking? Just say you have to say it. To me, they don't blend. Okay, exactly. So they don't blend. <laughs> and then that's why I felt personally a bit of this you have to choose one or the other. And when you feel like your integrity is compromised on both sides. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. Because it's almost like you're living a lie. In one aspect or another. In both, yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is how I am, but this is how I am. But also, why do I have to choose? Why can't it just be both? Correct. And I'm someone, 
who's definitely sort of made my way in the corporate world and been successful. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I've had so many situations where I'll say something that I think is so obvious and it's almost like, how does nobody get this? Or like, are you kidding me? And the greatest quote somebody once said to me was, common sense is not that common. I remember hearing that and thinking, oh my God, that's so accurate. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny how we just all live in our own bubble a little bit or the story that we tell ourselves. And I'm really trying to get out of that narrative or recognize even within myself mm -hmm. that spiritually, the story that I'm telling myself in the sense of trying to make excuses that that isn't spirit or maybe that's this. And there might be times where in all honesty that is the case. Mm -hmm. But I'm learning to almost speak another language. Mm -hmm. Is that fair to say? Oh, because 100%. it's like learning, what does this mean for me? Correct. Right? Like, I very clearly, I know what the feeling, that sounds really, this even sounds a little far fetched. Well, I know what you're saying. I uh, You actually are taking the words right out of my mouth. Right? So like, continue. I know the feeling of a heart attack. I know what that feels like. I've experienced it in having, you would call accidental readings. Right. So what Amanda's talking about is... When spirit comes through, they can make you feel physical um, ailments or aspects um, that they're attached to from their physical existence to communicate to you who they are and almost confirm for whatever purpose that this is who you're connecting with. And so you know what the feeling of a heart attack is when spirit makes you feel that way. You identify, you go, oh, I feel this way. Spirit is telling me that they're associating themselves to a heart attack. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then I can very easily say, oh, this person passed of a heart attack because now I can put the two and two together. Correct. Just like if you learned hola means hello. <laughs> now it makes sense to you. It's like that the same right. sort of thing, right? And But I know that, but there's other things that I'm sort of learning or headaches and head or like headache, headache and, head. and. But it's it's multi-layered. See, this is the thing, though. Head it's the thing. We, don't, we can't make rules all the time for something that's so abstract. And so sometimes I'll get a headache where it is on my head matters. It can be I can get pain. So it can be head trauma. It can be um, lack of clarity and mental health. It can also be literal where the person gets headaches, either the person who passed or the person I'm connecting with in physical, my yeah. client. So it, there's, I, I ask for clarity of placement and sometimes colors have to do with that as well. So it's it's actually really dynamic. There's so many layers to what each one kind of means, but you know, quote unquote, just a general headache can mean like 10 different things to me. Right. Learning a language. Yeah. Because you're learning to understand what that means so that Say, for example, you, you're giving a reading mm -hmm. you're able to recognize quickly and articulate it quickly mm. back. So that's why you're... I don't feel like I'm quick all the time. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I'm, oh, okay, hold on. We need you're to... You're definitely quicker than I am. So I definitely feel like you're pretty quick. Like maybe you feel like that or you're trying to articulate, but for the most part, like I've seen you give readings, mm -hmm. like you're... Or you maybe can't pinpoint it exactly, but you know you're s dancing around it or circling mm -hmm, it. Yeah. And it might not be for you to actually exactly pinpoint it right. or for the person that you're reading for yeah. them to identify. And I think it's important that, and you correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but I think as a medium, in some respects, you're helping relay information and so forth. 
Mm-hmm. But it's really up to the individual that you're reading that you're guiding them to recognize whatever's coming to them for themselves to help so they can take control of their journey. Yep, for sure. And it's really about them taking control. So I think if someone goes to see a medium, sometimes people have the expectation that that person has to tell them X, Y, Z and exactly pinpoint, but it's not always about that. Well, life's not about that. Exactly. So that's the whole so point. Silly. <laughs> Reevaluating your expectations, but even through that. So I may be going off a little bit on like having a reading, mm-hmm. but taking the time mm-hmm. when you're having a reading, you have to sit still and listen. Yeah. But guess what you need to also do in your life mm-hmm. to connect to mm-hmm. spirit and how spirit intertwines with sort of your everyday life is taking a moment to listen to what's happening to you or even listening to your own intuition that is spirit for you like what is my body actually saying right do i really want to do this and also giving yourself permission to honor that feeling regardless of the sake of other people's perspectives and this is thing is when we think about overstimulation just on the daily with social media with work with family whatever you know anything external of us yeah right it can cause us to not listen to our internal needs but even if we do go oh my god i'm so tired i just want to take a couple days off like or i fuck i just need i wish i someone would give me permission to take guess what you can give yourself permission to take a couple days off if you feel that way do it you don't need permission from anyone you are the main character in your story it's your movie it's yours yeah. And so sometimes people even come to a medium and they will want permission from me, from spirit, through, you know, spirits, guidance that validates things that they want for themselves. Often, I would say 99% of the time, spirit puts it back on them where they go, you want this? Then do it. <laughs> yeah. Would that make you happy? Then that's a yes. You know, it's it's almost like validating themselves it's not necessarily receiving validation from me or spirit. It's them going, oh, it's like a light bulb moment, you know. The inside need needs to be filled. Yeah, but then, you know, some people say, well, I have bills to pay. I can't just like, I don't feel like going to work, not go to work. Like that's so easy to say. But I think, you know, when you you actually sit with it and you go, is this, it sounds so basic and simple because it kind of is we just overcomplicate everything Mm -hmm. uh does it bring me joy Mm -hmm. you know does it actually or you know hey i made a mistake now i feel all this guilt i feel horrible this person's made me feel bad for this mistake you know what own your mistake Mm -hmm. your mistake is what makes you grow it is what makes you evolve so what Yes. No one's perfect. Throw it in their face. You got a problem with it? Maybe you should look in the mirror and reevaluate yourself because this is part of my path. And right. I'm gonna no one's perfect. No. And I can't help but feel so many times that we all and I'm guilty of this myself, feel the need to have to always get it right. You know? Yeah. And that's like oh, I didn't get it right. My kids pissed at me and made me rethink. Maybe I yelled too much or Maybe I'm not doing this enough. And yeah, you know what? Those things might be true, but they're a reflection and an opportunity for you to listen. But it's also what you just said, too, is understanding 
the importance of how much you care through that thought process. Like you need to get to the bottom of why you think that way. And so when you go and I, I hear you, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, you know, my daughter, like I just, I didn't, I feel like, I feel like I didn't give her enough energy today. And yeah. I could tell that she's a little stressed out and I could have like given her more of me. But then I go, okay. And this is what spirit has taught me is that I'm doing that because I care. I'm doing that because I love her. But then, but we focus on the actual icky feeling of like feeling bad, but actually we feel bad because we love. So duality exists in all things. I love, and then I feel bad. And I feel bad because I love. It's the same. And so we're so focused on lot looking at the negative. Negative is bad. Negative is bad. But it's always there. It's always there. It's like, I love this. You know the movie Inside Out? Yeah. Sadness and joy. And they're, you know, so different seemingly in throughout the movie. And at the end, you realize the joy that exists in a sad moment and the sadness that can exist in a joyful moment. It's just a matter of the way that you look at it, the angle of it. And that is the case for every situation. Everything in life exists in duality. So when we focus on I didn't get it right, that feels awful. Ick, ick, ick. We just have to, yeah, experience it because guess what? That's life. And that is our soul's journey to experience some of that ick and regret and doubt. On the flip side, we have to know where that came from and why we feel this way because and validate our feelings more and experience them with, you know, yes, you're allowed to feel icky. It doesn't mean it'll go away, but authorize yourself to know why but you can take control of that and you exactly. that's your power and if you recognize oh that you know maybe that situation or how i handled it wasn't the best mm -hmm. i will sit with it and this is what i'm talking about mm -hmm. sit with it reevaluate it listen to it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just like when we talk about listen to spirit mm -hmm. and this could be as simple as listening to spirit this is part of your journey right and you know what no major successful individual whether that's financially within their relationships mm -hmm. i don't care what it is mm -hmm. unless you have faced rejection you have overcome some trauma some pain mm -hmm. whether that is you know mentally physically i don't care that's what makes you you. And, you know, I was listening. I can't remember the podcast. I should have. I should remember. Mm -hmm. But the individual that was speaking was saying how they've learned to be grateful for even the loss of a family member. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, that's a pretty bold statement to make. And at first you're kind of like, and I, I relate to this because I've lost my dad and my dad was very close to me. And I've even had, you know, somebody else in, uh, say to me, yeah, but maybe that was fate. And it makes me very angry, mm -hmm. very angry. And it's also like the worst thing to say. When, when someone's grieving, that's the worst. Yeah, it's like the worst thing. But anyhow. And I didn't understand at first, how could you think that that is great, that you just lost somebody like to cancer that was mm -hmm. a big part of your life that you loved? How is that great? Mm -hmm. There's nothing great about that. You watched them suffer mm -hmm. and so forth, and you had to watch them move on. And now they're not with you every single day physically. Yes, we can talk spiritually. Yes, I understand all that. But sometimes you just want to pick up the phone and call. Mm -hmm. And you can't. And mm -hmm. it's gone. And But the thing that it pointed out he said the greatness to that 
is that you're now evolving more as a human mm-hmm. because you can now be more empathetic to somebody that has lost somebody close. You understand that. Mm-hmm. You get it. So you're more connected and you cannot be appreciative for your life without being appreciative, not just of the good things, but of the bad and even the rock bottom bad of whatever that moment looks like for you. Mm-hmm. Because without that negative, you know, it's the old saying, the sun always rises even through darkness, mm-hmm. right? It does. And I think sometimes we get stuck as individuals or we avoid wanting to face things. So we make ourselves so busy so we don't have to deal with what's going on. And I'm so guilty of that. Mm. And I think, you know, for me personally, I'm just in this journey, I keep saying, where I'm sort of awakening up Mm. and I'm starting to recognize, yeah, slowing down is not so bad. Like it's great. It's honestly fabulous. And you can still have fun. You can still do lots of things, but you can just be at peace with yourself. And sometimes we get so caught up in the hustle bustle and expectations. And to your point, social media, look this way, look that way, act this way, do this. Like look everywhere else except inside. Or go exactly. Like do not look internally. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, it sounds morbid. We're all gonna end up on our deathbed. Mm-hmm. And that's when people have their biggest regrets or then I want to look and be like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I faced everything. I doubt what I needed to do. Maybe I could have said more, but overall I did good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's looking internally and whatever that spirit means to you. Mm-hmm. Well, and we, if we think about change. Yeah. It's so funny to me when someone says, well, I don't like change. I'm not a big fan of change. To me, that's like, the craziest possible thing you could say because change is the only one thing that is certain in life. Always. The end. Period. <laughs> exclamation, exclamation. Podcast over. <laughs> it's th- That's it. When we understand that change is inevitable and if we allow it and accept it, how we roll through the day, how we roll through the week, how we roll through the months and the years it certainly matters when we embrace change, a redirection. Literally everything outside of us, the environment, the seasons yeah. are, you know, if you're not willing to accept change or embrace it, it's really hard. Let's be honest. It's, yeah, you're just it's fighting. It's silly. Yeah. But the world around us is constantly, even within the seasons. Exactly. And now it's... Change, you adjust. Yeah. Change, you adjust. Change, you adjust. Change, you... It's the only thing that's certain. But not even do you adjust, but do you grow? absolutely you have good point voice it's like really yeah a change of a season can be an actual season like now it's fall Mm -hmm. but also hey that relationship is now no longer Mm -hmm. and that's a change of a new season Mm -hmm. i just think that it's hard to embrace that sometimes and I think it's okay to grieve tra- uh, change. And I think that that's mm-hmm. a big key element that a lot of people miss that hmm. I should not be okay with this change. I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with it. I do not like this change. I'm uncomfortable. Like, I'm so mad. Mm-hmm. You know what? There's nothing you can do about it mm-hmm. except for you can choose how you react to it. Right. And instead of fighting it, mm-hmm. why don't you sit with it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to react to it even yet. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just sit with it mm-hmm. and find, oh, okay, well, this part sucked. 
but hey, I learned. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to put up with that again. That's growth. Right. Exactly. That's you taking the power mm-hmm. back in your hands and redirecting your energy. Spirit has taught me to say, instead of think about it, feel about it. Yeah, exactly. Just take the time and feel about it. I love I like it. That sit with it, but feel about it. Yeah, I like that. When like, you feel I'm saying it. sit with it, but I like feel it. Yeah, feel about it. How about sit and feel? Sit and feel. There you go. Right. I like it. I think even as women, I mean, we all know we go through cycle monthly and we're, we get change. We get adjust. Like we could be out at the grocery store and all of a sudden you get your period and you're like, uh, you know, like, and you have to adjust and you have to respond as necessary. We come to expect it. We know that we could be caught off guard at any given moment. Like as women, I feel like we adjust to uncertainty or adversity very well. I think that if we also kind of broaden our spectacles a little bit and we think about seasonally in our life and our life cycles if we were to think big scale and give ourselves more credit for how flexible we actually are and just see it that way and be kinder to ourselves we would feel about the change better when we sat with it becoming a mother mm-hmm. is a chain is a seasoned chain mm-hmm. entering your 20s and being free from strict curfew well maybe you are maybe you are curfews at home and exploring and having fun with new friends and just that part of life is a seasonal change Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know or maybe you're going through personal growth and have decided that what once served you no longer does Mm -hmm. and now through that it's made you reevaluate some of your friendships Mm -hmm. or some of your relationships And you have to sit with it and feel it and be okay and recognize, wait a second, I'm not going to grow. And even though this is hard, but I realize that maybe I've outgrown this season. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, I don't know where this path is taking me. Mm -hmm. I don't know the direction. And that's the scariest thing, right? Mm -hmm. We want to know indefinitely this is what's going to happen this is the direction this is where your life's going to go but that's not the point yeah the point is you know i always say we all have a blueprint and you can choose the direction of the path you want to go i like that yeah and you can go turn right instead of left maybe you should turn left but you can find another fork in the road Mm -hmm. and head back Mm -hmm. you'll find a way it might take you longer, but maybe that's the whole point because it just, you need to take a little bit longer to figure it out. And that's okay. Yes. And giving yourself permission to accept that, mm-hmm. which a lot of us struggle with. Yes. Yes. The idea of hibernation. It's it's important that we allow ourselves, even someone who gets a seasonal depression as an example. It's a thing. So common. Very common. Yeah. How would it be if we looked at the year, let's say, like month, twelve month cycle, and the four seasons, and how how would we be kinder to ourselves and our needs in each cycle? I think we often don't consider shifting gears in the winter months because we think we just have to keep at it, keep going, keep at it. But I don't really think we do energetically during the winter. There's a lot; it's different. But I find that most people embrace hibernation season yeah because you know what so for example we have summer and then we have fall summer tends to be not for everybody but does tend to be 
the days are longer, it's sunny out, so a lot more after drinks at the patio mm -hmm. or going to the beach uh, after work or mm -hmm. socializing, doing this, this function, vacations. And even though like that's all fun and seems relaxing, it's just very busy, busy by nature because you just don't want to, you want to do so many things and mm -hmm. embrace mm -hmm. the season mm -hmm. that you're almost like, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. And then fall comes, which is cozy mm -hmm. and dark. And you mm -hmm. just want to hibernate, like you're saying. Well, you have to think about the energetic vibration on the earth when the sun is out versus the energetic vibration on the earth when the moon is out. And we physically respond to that as well. The planet, the earth is telling you something that this time is now rest. This time is now due. Even if you think back thousands of years ago to cavemen when it was winter, they went inside and they hibernated and they you know, prepared for the winter. Villages used to prepare for winter. Winter's coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, we they used to. And now we don't do that. We don't. We just continue forward. Like every day is the same. The seasons change around us, but we do not. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. We all feel like, oh. Mm. And I mean, if you don't, wow, you're like amazing. But I guarantee you, you might have a like some days that you're not, but most days you'll just be like, oh, that was a long day. Mm -hmm. Even if it was good, productive, you got a lot done, you still feel a little bit more tired. So giving yourself permission to rest seasonally, but also pick out like 20 minutes a day for rest, you know, and know that like a season can happen in 24 hours. I think about the feeling of the day at 9 a.m. versus the feeling of the day at 3 a.m. feels different. <laughs> It's almost like a little mini season in 24 hours. And we have to give ourselves tiny little bits of permission to just be. And what I've found, especially in the last, I would say, year since I've been working full time as a medium and just jumped into being. You embraced it. I embraced you it. accepted it. I accepted it. I have found that social media is starting to be a lot for me. Like it's, I used to be able to just check out and like zone out and kind of scroll through. Now I have a very hard time doing that because I see it so much as a distraction from myself and my needs. It's, it's, it, how is it serving me to sit and watch? I mean, I'm not on TikTok, but like reels of like somebody, you know, putting on a jacket for the day and then like grabbing a latte. Like, I don't know, how's that serve me? Like it disconnects me from me. It also can cause comparisons of lifestyle. It can cause judgment of other people. It and judgment of yourself. Judgment, yeah. And so it's just not healthy. No. I mean, like, if you think about it, back in the day, I remember, you know, being a kid and going to my aunt's house and they would whip out their, uh, you know, family albums. Be like, oh, this is when we went to Bali. And like, this is, oh, but now it we don't do that. We just post on Facebook, like, Oh, I got to get my pictures up. And so I find that I post things so much later now. Like, uh, <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what I did. And it was really fun and I appreciate it. But I don't feel so urgent in the moment to validate what I'm doing anymore. I don't feel it's I, I know the importance of communicating my perspective and my life and sharing and connection that the value of connection is what I am seeking now versus dullness and almost like a sense of numbness to how I feel or what my needs are. I'm just very aware of that. Yeah. It's been quite lovely. When you talk about almost like a social media cleanse feeling a little bit, this summer was, I definitely will look on Instagram and so forth. I'm guilty mainly with, I'm definitely the wife that 
when I go to bed. I haven't as much lately, but would go through reels and find all the funny like husband reels and like (laughs) if you could read my husband and our conversation via social it's literally just messages in real yeah right like (laughs) and then we laugh about it and that you know I definitely guilty of that but this summer I had made a conscious choice not to post anything Mm -hmm. and uh, I love that I had the best summer this summer like we did so much fun stuff and you know we're at the lake lots i also as you know but not everybody knows that i had um skin cancer Mm -hmm. and i had it removed which everything's good we're fine nothing to worry about there but it wasn't school you know right in the middle of my face on my nose so i was originally they thought it was going to be a lot more invasive and i was sort of freaking out and you know, my dad passed with cancer, so there's all that residue. Mm-hmm. You're in the word. It's scary. You all of a sudden triggered by reactions. And I thought, I'm just not going to post anything because I'm not, I don't want to get caught up in that cycle of feeling like this is how great my life is. Yeah. Your life's so great too. And and I had the best with friends and we did so many amazing things, but I also was going through a little bit of my own internal turmoil, which also is probably part of the reason that's forced me to sort of reevaluate and slow down and and think about what I really want to do in my life mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. And posting a whole bunch of pictures. And I mean, I, I love it. I love seeing everyone else's. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But you just feel like the it's the new age of keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it is. Right? Well, it just disconnects you from yourself. Instagram was the way that I came out as a medium. Yeah. I had my Instagram platform. I had my photos done and I had my website ready. When Stacy did my photo shoot, she was like, okay, I'm going to post a behind the scenes at three or whatever. But just after three, I was like, oh my God, everyone's going to see. Everyone's going to see that this is what I'm doing. And I like got this intense panic. But I just thought, no, I can't say no to this. If I'm going to do this, I have to be okay. Like, I just have to be okay with it. And so I owe a lot of credit to the support I received out of the gate from Instagram. What gave me the opportunity to show myself and present myself to, I mean, clients, but just the world, you know, and it helped me build my business. It did. Yeah. I mean, that and, you know, referrals and such. So there's, a, I, I really appreciate it on that scale there's something very special about being able to connect with the world but there's also something very toxic about it but it's like anything it's like we talked about there's good and bad what i've really been privy to in the last six months in particular is anything i do any way i exert my energy any way i pay attention anywhere i pay attention is how is this serving me and does this serve a purpose 100 percent. and if it does not then i'm I don't want it. Yeah. And so when we talk about change, we talk about seasons and listening to your body, give yourself permission to go, oh, hey, body. Okay, I got you. (laughs) Thanks for communicating to me that I need to rest. How will rest serve me? It will give me the time with myself that I've been craving and that I know I need. Your body gets to a certain point because there's been a lot of other signs that you're just ignoring. Or you're not, there's a lot of other things that are being dropped in your lap Mm -hmm. or 
maybe which what can come across as blockers that are getting in the way you know you just might think oh my god this thing happened now this thing you know the old saying bad things always come in threes but maybe it's you know like I hate those, it when people say that, by the way. I know, right? Like, those, those types of things, your body basically, I mean, at least for me, for sure, it was so over, like, so over myself in a sense that it's like, you will be, and even when I got sick, I, you know, my, in the corporate world, I kind of even downplayed it. I was, I even said, I'm, oh, I'm sick, but it'll be fine. Most people do. Most people feel was, bad when they get sick. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I'll be fine. But then I was like, could not get out of bed, sweats, 103, mm-hmm. horrible throat of knives. Like the actual, like, where you're you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, can I just go back to being not? Like, what was I, like, doesn't it make me appreciate oh, your health? I know. really... I know we all you know we all do this and health really is a gift yes it really is and not everyone is fortunate to be able to feel that mm-hmm. but also sometimes when you know you're having issues whether it's digestive issues or it's also a spiritual connection that you heal yourself emotionally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those things will go as well it's like your body communicating you know i've been talking about how i got really really sick but there is scientific backing Mm -hmm. that when we heal maybe our mental health struggles Mm -hmm. that along come you know where you're really tired you don't there's a physical benefit exactly you physically start to feel better even when you know, you go work out and you do something, go for a walk. It doesn't have to be some intense, crazy workout. Mm-hmm. You're giving yourself, your body, you're listening to it mm-hmm. and you're helping it. Yeah. And you, you will feel better. Mm. Right? Like even for women, you know, you, yeah. your menstrual cycle. And you exactly. Go, the last thing you feel like doing is going for a run or going for a walk. Right. But I guarantee you every time you do, mm-hmm. you'll feel better. Yep. And then you go, I do feel so. Exactly. But Always. to actually do it sometimes is the hardest point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same as a seasonal change mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. When you're at that pivotal point where you have to actually make the effort to make the change or to acknowledge it and recognize and sit and feel it, mm-hmm. to listen to it, it's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. But it's practice. Yes. It's practice. And don't be hard on yourself if it takes you a little bit to get there. You'll get there. But remind yourself, this is actually serving me purpose. Even though I got fired from my job, Mm -hmm. I'm in a fight with my partner, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. that job no longer serves you. Correct. There's something else on the other side. Even if you're like, I've been unemployed for six months. What the hell? And you're like, Amanda, this is not great. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I do guarantee you, mm-hmm. you will come out the other side and you will be so much stronger because of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess like today's sessions, just embracing season change and whatever that looks like for you in your life. Yeah, it's a you thing. And check yourself. Check in with yourself. Yeah, right? you know, we do that with our friends. We do that with our family. Yeah. 
but we do not do that enough with our own personal relationship with ourselves. That's right. You know, I think about, um, I mean, I was a manager for years and years and at the beginning of my journey, when someone would call in sick or, you know, whatever, I would be like, oh my gosh, you know, like, and there's so much stress and yada, yada. And it's just finding fill for the shift. And it would just be, you know, overwhelming. One person calls in sick and affects everybody kind of thing. Near the end of my journey, I, I honestly could have cared less. I just thought, good for you. Rest. You're listening to yourself. Yeah. And, you know, and then there'd be that one person that'd be like, oh, well, I heard that she was out the other day, or I don't know if she's that sick or, you know, whatever, these little, you know, in your ear. And I, so who cares? But maybe this is the one thing on, you know, personal health days. Sometimes people think they should only be used if you're actually sick. But maybe someone just recognizes within their body they just need a day to reset so they can come back and actually show up Mm -hmm. the next day. Mm -hmm. Not just physically, Mm -hmm. but they're checked in. Mm -hmm. And they're there to deliver. And they care. They feel purposeful. They just needed a reset. Yep. And we all need a reset. And we all deserve to give ourselves permission and do not feel guilty for it. Do not. In the grand scheme of things, say at your job or whatever... Honestly, are you going to be at that job forever? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Maybe it's a big part of your life or maybe you're so fortunate that you, you've come to this place where you do what you love. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a job. That's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. But you're still going to have moments where you need to reset. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Absolutely. It's it's essential. Yeah, We all need to give ourselves permission to listen. And, you know, when I talk about how that impacts and where spirit relates to that is it's that voice it's that inner voice that's always with you Mm -hmm. and that is reminding you like this is your journey Mm -hmm. it's not for you not you know we love our families we love our kids you know we would do anything for them but at the end of the day this is your life Mm -hmm. what are you doing with it Mm -hmm. you should not be doing it for everybody else that's right. We make sacrifices sometimes, of course, because there's seasons in our life where we might have to do certain things. Like mm-hmm. I would not, you know, I have a baby at, at home. I can't not feed my baby and take care of my baby just because I don't feel like it. No, right. that's the season that you're in. You're right. But that season is just a window mm-hmm. and it will not last forever. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, even though it's challenging, you embrace it, you take control of it, you choose what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And I think that that's kind of what today was just about. Yeah. And, you know, especially as we roll into winter, it's giving yourself permission this winter to check in with yourself. And many of our listeners, you know, are kind of, you know, on the same kind of, I feel like in the same place as you in, you know, spiritual connection and really building their their relationship with themselves and what I hope that hits home and I love this topic this you know Amanda brought up this topic and I just like I loved it immediately because it is about honoring the seasons in yourself but also we're winter so you have the perfect opportunity a hundred percent to look inside and stay inside so embrace the changes bye everyone until next time bye-bye